right, welcome nation, Separation Nation. Thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm going to bring you some valuable content today. Uh, Separation Nation is all about talking about key separators that separate the super successful from everybody else. And um, one thing we've talked about a lot, and you hear a lot of people talk about, is integrity. While that is very important, I think the root of integrity, and I think you'll agree, Justin, is it's very important to keep your word, especially the promises that you make to to people, um, to your children, to your spouse, to people you're in business with. But the most important person that you need to keep your word to is yourself. And so I want to talk a little bit about self-integrity, something we've had a lot of conversations about this year, especially with people that, that we've worked with, and keeping the promises that you make to yourself. I think it's very important how many of us have made promises to ourselves we're going to get in shape going to lose weight going to work out more going to eat right going to save money going to pay off credit card debt going to do this that and you end up just breaking those promises to yourself and before long you develop a pattern um to the point that you don't trust yourself um and if you don't trust yourself how do you expect other people to trust you well the one thing that Reminds me of a story that Zig Ziglar actually told. And one morning, he was early on in his sales career. You know, if you've studied or listened to anything that Zig ever put out with his keynote speeches and different various trainings, you know, and a lot of them you'd hear him talk about how much he struggled early on in his sales career. I mean, just really, I mean, poverty level, they come and took all his stuff on multiple occasions and just couldn't seem to get it together. But there was one morning uh, way back, and it was especially cold, uh, snow on the ground. I mean, really, you could have justified not going anywhere. But there was an important sales meeting that his organization that he was a part of and sold for had scheduled. Now, he was on the fringe, on the verge at that time of, you know, really wondering if he was even going to make it with that sales organization and in that sales career period. And so he was laying in bed, got up, freezing cold, looks out, sees the snow piled up on this vehicle and just says, you know, forget it. That's it. Lays back down. You know, he's not going to go that day. He's already struggling. He's already kind of down on himself anyhow because he's not doing well. And when he lay down in bed, you know, he just kind of heard a voice that told him, listen, you know, you said you was going to be at that meeting. You need to go to that meeting. And begrudgingly, he got up out of bed, went on to that sales meeting. But by his own testimony, that day is the day in that very meeting that his superiors, the people over him, called him forward, pulled him to the side, basically spoken to his life and gave him the key words of wisdom and just really had an aha moment that from that time, from that day forward, that opportunity, that meeting that he was in that he almost wasn't in is what changed the trajectory of his entire sales career, and he moved on up. And I believe, if I, if I remember my facts correct, that very year he went from basically last place out of thousands of reps to becoming number three in the nation and went on from that year to become and was number one in the nation for numerous years. And so that's what so many people, and I know even in our sales organization, we stress, you know, when we're having meetings, you know, butts in seats and get there because you never know. If he had not kept the promise that he made to himself that he's going to get up, apply himself, go to that meeting because he needs it. If he just laid in bed, he would have missed that meeting. And the fact of the matter is that the, the stars may not align. Destiny may not align. He may not have had that very important meeting that day when he stood out 
to the people to that was over him, president of the company. And he may have never had the sales career that he had that prompted him and moved him into becoming such a successful speaker, now touching over a quarter of a billion lives before he passed away. And so it's very important. You know, we talk about having the importance of having people at those meetings. And sometimes, you know, even in our sales organization, people say, well, you know, I'm going to miss this one or miss that one. It's not that important. You never know what awaits. And that's why it's so important to keep the promises you make to yourself. If you're going to say you're going to be somewhere, be there. If you say you're going to get up early, start working out, work on your physical fitness every day, do it. If you say you're going to begin to watch your nutrition and really start taking care of your body and what you're putting inside your body every day, do it. Because you never know how vital that may actually be. And it makes or breaks careers. And you and I have seen it. Well, it's, you know, it, how, how you do one thing is how you do everything. And, um, you know, we talk a lot about taking care of yourself. You know, I believe that a, a huge problem that a lot of people have is they're just not selfish enough. You got to be a little bit of selfish. And what I mean by that is you got to put yourself first in a lot of situations. A lot of people that you say you're going to get in shape, say you're going to get fit, say you're going to do this. You've told yourself that multiple times to the point you don't even believe yourself anymore because you've said it so many times you've not done it. But but it doesn't make you a bad person. It just make, makes you really ordinary because that's how most people live their lives. We're talking about on this show how to be extraordinary, how to be in that elite, how to be in that 2 to 3% that actually gets stuff done and actually make a difference and change. it changes their world. And in effect, you got to change your world before you can change the world. And um, and so that's why I tell anybody, if you find somebody that's got a strict workout regimen that goes five days a week to the gym, you find a person that's somewhat selfish. And what I mean by selfish, and I don't mean that in a bad way, I mean that in a good way, is that they have respect for themselves. They have confidence in themselves. They love themselves. And I think that's a huge uh, key to all of this is love yourself, respect yourself, um, have respect for who you are and love who you are and want to be better. And, and to the point that you make promises to yourself, things that need to happen. I need to get in shape. I need to work out. I need to get out of debt. I need to pay off credit cards. I need to go to church, go to work on time. Big one. I need to get up early in the morning. Um, every time you hit a snooze button in life, um, every morning when you get up and you hit a snooze button on your alarm clock, you just broke a promise you made to yourself. If you set your alarm clock for 6 o'clock, the alarm clock goes off, you made a commitment to yourself, a covenant to yourself the night before. I'm getting up at 6 o'clock in the morning. Hit your snooze button twice, you lied to yourself twice. You're not doing the things that you said you would do, and you start your day off with a lie. And it's followed by other little lies. Well, I'm going to get up, and I'm going to fix a healthy meal, and I'm going to get my my uh, meal plan off the way it needs to be, but because you hit the snooze button and you told yourself one lie, and it's like anything else in life, one lie leads to another lie leads to another lie. Now you have to lie about what you're going to eat because now it's a Pop-Tart in the toaster because you're running behind. And then before you know it, you're not at the first house when you said you were going to be or you miss that first appointment or you're late or you have to call to make up another lie. Why are you going to miss a commitment? And it snowballs from there, but it all started with the promise that you made to yourself that you didn't keep. And I, and this is going to sound even more selfish, but the most important person in this world is you. Because if you're not right, then you're not going to be able to provide and do the things you need to do for your family, for your business, for different things. So you got to take care of yourself first. It's like in a um, get on a jet. They tell you what they say. The oxygen mask comes out. Put your oxygen mask on first, then help the person to the right or left. But you got to do that 
first. And most of the time, the promises we make to ourselves have to do with things that we need to do to better ourselves. And that's one thing successful people do. They have self-integrity. And here's the thing about this. When you get to the point to where you make promises to yourself that you keep, these are the most important promises that I make, the ones I make to myself, and I get in a pattern of keeping them. One thing you'll do is you'll commit to a lot of less stuff, a lot of stuff that's not important that you do that you don't necessarily need to do. You'll quit committing to those things. Um, I heard a real successful uh, business owner one time say this, that he didn't get rich saying yes. He got rich saying no. Matter of fact, it's Warren Buffett. He said, I got rich. I got wealthy. I built the empire that I built by saying no. I needed to know what investments to say no to, what meetings to say no to, what extracurricular activities to say no to. And by saying no, I was able to commit to the things that I said yes to. And nobody wakes up and says, I'm going to tell lies to myself or I'm going to make commitments that I'm never going to keep. We all have a good heart. We all have... um, something in mind that we want to do, we know we need to do, we just don't do it. And I've met a lot of people, they'll never lie to you, never lie to me, but over and over they lie to themselves. Brought up a good point there about the, uh, you know, basically learning what you need to say no to, clearing your life of the junk. So many people got all this junk that they take on and do. It's not beneficial. It's not producing anything in their life. It's not bringing peace, prosperity, increase. It's not nourishing their relationships. It's just busy work. It's just stuff, you know. And you can get involved with a whole bunch of stuff because, I mean, somebody's always coming to you with something. You know, we were just talking before we started this podcast about how, especially if you're in the public eye at all in your community, in your state, regionally, nationally, you know, the more exposure you have uh, to the public eye, the more you get approached with, you know, every charity, every Tom, Dick, and Harry's coming at you wanting to give something. And you have to basically follow your passions. You have to choose what you're going to do. I'm not saying you don't get involved with nothing, but you find what you're passionate about. And you also learn how to say no without explaining yourself to all the stuff that would clog up your calendar, your schedule, and your life that keeps you bound up from being able to have the time to keep the promises that you make to yourself. You can't pull somebody out of the ditch if you're always down there grinding through it yourself. And so especially from a leadership standpoint, for those of you that's listening to the podcast, you know, and I, I, I actually spoke a little bit on this yesterday, a keynote speech I gave, but you need to learn how to deal, okay? And I'm about to give you an acronym, but deal. You need to learn how to delegate, eliminate, automate, so that you can liberate, okay? Delegate, eliminate. What things can I delegate? What things may be in my company or in my organization? I mean, I'm, and I'm talking to you leaders that don't have the time to even, you say, well, I ain't got time to get to the gym. I don't have the time I need to spend with my family. I don't have the time that I need that I need to be applying to personal development to help make me a better person, to strengthen me as a leader. Well, you need to delegate things that you may be doing that's unnecessary, that is eating up all your time and you've got people inside of your organization that can do it, but maybe you have a little bit too much of the mentality of if it's going to get done right. I got to do it myself. No, you have to pass those things on and give people the opportunity to fail with it and then go back and inspect what you expect. You not, might need to eliminate some stuff. There's tons of things that people do every day that they ain't got no business even being involved in. 
and then all you need may need to automate some things. There may be some technology pieces you can incorporate into your life, into your business, into your company. You know, you and I have both used uh, nutrition apps before. It'll tell us what we need to be doing and eating and what and calculating right. calories and, you know, through certain seasons and times of preparation, things we might have been getting ready for, preparing for. So don't be afraid to find out what you can automate. Research and see what you can automate so that that way ultimately – you can liberate and liberate your time to be able to put your focus back on yourself. Because a lot of people, I believe, would like, they want self-integrity. They want to be able to keep the promises made to their self. But they also have this fear of people. They're scared to say no. They're scared to neglect things that actually need to be neglected. And so that just keeps keeps you basically bound to other people all the time. And then you're the one that ends up ran ragged, you know, out of shape, suffering mentally, emotionally, physically, maybe your relationship with your wife. I mean, one of the number one things that that CEOs spend money on every year is coaching because they need somebody. Mm -hmm. They pay these executive coaches to help them, and we do some coaching here in our organization. But people people oftentimes need coaching to say, listen, you ain't got no business being involved in, in this over here. And if you'll begin to apply time back over here, you'll see your marriage change, your relationship with, with your children change. And all that's based off of values because values reflect your choices and they drive your actions. And so the number one thing that you can do, in my opinion, and based off studying I've done on this topic over the past, and I've really been on it more over the past eight, six months, is the number one thing you can do to strengthen your self-integrity is to align your actions with your values regardless of the situations. What are your values? What is it you value? Hopefully you value your marriage. Hopefully you value the prosperity and the productivity of your business and the salespeople in your organization. Hopefully you value your physical fitness and your health. You know, and again, we're just covering some of the surface things, but as an example, but those things that you value you need to begin to align your actions and your choices with those values, and that'll help drive you further and further into self-integrity and keeping those promises that you make to yourself. Well, and, and you know, it's like you said, value. You know, so I tell anybody, put yourself on the front burner. What do I mean by that? The most important person you can take care of is you. There's a lot of people who live their life as a martyr. You know, you talk to a lot of men that are out of shape and they say, I don't have time to get in shape because I'm working for my family all the time. Well, it doesn't take but one illness to put you out of work for six months. And then now you can't provide for your family because you thought you were putting your family first. But if you are the sole breadwinner of your household, it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. You are the tool. You know, it's my one thing, my daddy, you, you want to tick my daddy off when we was kids, get a tool out and not put it back. Take a socket set and mix it all up and put it back somewhere, hide it or whatever. That made my daddy so mad. He said, son, you take care of the tools that you got because you're going to need them. And if you don't, when you, do, when you don't put them back, the next time's when you're going to need them. And that's the same way with our body, the same way with our temples, same way with everything. We got to take care of ourselves. And so put yourself back on the front burner. And 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 put yourself first in, in, in all these areas. You know, I tell people during doing financial uh, counseling, I always say, you know, pay yourself first because um, everybody says I'm gonna start saving money once I get out of debt. No, you're never gonna get out of debt with that mentality. But because you you don't value yourself enough to pay yourself first, you'll never value other people that you owe. 
once you start having self-respect, or let me say it this way, you can't have self-respect or self-trust without self-integrity. What I mean by that is if you over and over perpetually lie to yourself, you may not necessarily lie to others, but you don't trust others. You don't trust yourself. You don't trust other people. And that's the problem a lot of people have in relationships. It's not that the husband don't necessarily trust the wife because of something the wife did, but you don't trust yourself, so therefore you can't trust other people. You know, that's why I tell people, and there's a, a great book on this. Uh, it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. You, I know you've read it. Um, I always, when people come to me on finances, I always say, read this book. There's a lot of nuggets in it. It's a real quick read. But it's all about that. Pay yourself first. Put yourself first. Put something back. Take 10% of everything you make and put it aside to save or to invest. You know, they say a penny saves, a penny earned. Well, it's still a penny. You got to invest it and make it grow in something. Find some way to make that grow. But let that be what you do. Value that. Pay yourself first and begin to see the importance of that and making yourself a priority. And I promise you the rest of it will fall in line. Because here's the thing, if, if, if you value yourself enough to keep the promises you make to yourself, pay yourself first, do the things you said you would do first, all the other will line up. You'll start keeping your word to other people because it becomes important. You see what a difference it makes in your life, in fitness, in, in health, in finances, in all of these areas, which that's the number of uh, one, two, and three things people deal with. They're mostly concerned about their 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 health, their family well-being, and their finances. I mean, that's the three things most people worry about the most. Most people stress over the most, but they work on the least. So put those things in, as, as priority and work on them first. Pay yourself first. Keep the promises you make to yourself first. Like we said a while ago, all these obligations that we make that we have no business even doing we just do because we're afraid to say no. Well, guess what? Because you won't say no to other people, you're caught forcing yourself to say no to yourself. Say yes to the promises you made to yourself, and then if you got time, take care of these other obligations, or, or I didn't even call them obligations, things that people want you to commit to. That brings to mind one story that uh, I guess I'll be the storyteller today, but um, there's a historical story about Geronimo, the Apache leader. If you ever watch any Westerns or anything like that, you've heard of Geronimo. But, you know, he was extremely, extremely sick one day, and this was during the season with his with his duties and things that he had going on. He would have to get on his horse and drive. Uh, drive. <laughs> He'd have to ride horseback two hours to go pick up dispatches and information, and he did it every day. He had a pre arranged time. He met the man that delivered the dispatches to him, two-hour horseback ride. Every day, same time, he gives them to him. And then Geronimo would come back and disperse that information, carry that information on to where he needed to go. So he woke up one morning, was just extremely wore out and uh, sick, you know, but he still saddled up his horse, got out, went, rode the two hours. And it said he rode up to the guy and told him, he said, I want you to know that I'm sick. And I've got to go back to home. And the guy looked at him crazily and said, why in the world did you ride all this way to come tell me that? And Geronimo looked at him and said, because I told you I would. And then that day, he told him that. It was that simple. Turned around, went back, you know, crawled in bed or whatever the situation was. 
and didn't carry the dispatches and didn't do the rest of it. But he did show up to let the guy know, you know, obviously couldn't pick up the phone. But it showed up because he told the guy he was going to show up. And that's the thing we don't see a lot of anymore nowadays. But that is the type of mentality that the most successful achievers, the set, the, the thing when we're talking about separating yourself from the world, have that level of integrity. Have the level of integrity that you're willing to ride horseback through the snow if you have to on one of your sickest days to let somebody know you're not going to be there. Because all that stuff comes back to you. The universe takes and brings all that type, any, all that type of action. That level of integrity is going to always come back and reap a harvest in your life. Well, and I'll, and I'll close with this. You know, you got to be the person, the kind of person people can count on. If you can't count on yourself, how's anybody else going to be able to count on you? You know, banks loan money to people they know they can count on. You've got a history of paying your bills. You've got a history of paying your bills to them. They're going to loan you money because they can count on you. Be that person to yourself. Be your own bank. Be that person. When I say I'm going to do something, and that's going to mean committing to a whole lot less in life. You know, we talked, uh, we had a podcast on New Year's resolutions, and then we had a podcast on goals. Don't show me your goals for the year and it fills up a notebook because you ain't fixing to do that. And don't show me 14 New Year's resolutions. Pick one or two things that you're going to commit to and do them. And, um, and you'll be successful, you know. Keep the promises you make to yourself. Have self-integrity. You can't have self-respect. You can't have self-honor unless you have self-integrity. Listen, guys, make sure you're subscribing to the podcast on YouTube and preferred podcast platform of your choice. Help us move up in the ratings. Continue to get the word out. Share the posts on social media. We hope this has brought value to you today, and we'll see you next time here on Separation Nation.